0: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
1: Hey there, Vols fans. Welcome to another episode of Tennessee Fan Talk. Your Vols, 4-0, number 8th in the country, hitting the road, going to LSU, who's 25th in the country, <laughs> 4-1. and A little bit better in conference because they've played two conference games and somehow managed to win them. We got a lot to talk about why Hendon Hooker is not getting the love that he should be. Why is ESPN calling this such a tough game for Tennessee? All that, a little bit more, including where uh, we stand with our preseason picks. Not too much of that, just a little jab at the Duke since he can't be here. Talk about that right after we get into this intro Get in here with us.
0: Hey, Bulls fans. Welcome to Tennessee Fan Talk, the show that is by Tennessee fans for Tennessee fans and your source for hilarious weekly updates on everything volunteers. And now for the moment you've been waiting all week for, here is Brandon Bird and the Duke.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We truly, uh, truly appreciate it. Uh, Podcast doing very well. Unable to do a video this week, we got the Duke already on the road to Baton Rouge. Going down there with hopefully many, many of you guys to show up Big Orange style in the bayou. Oh, Tennessee, 4-0, looking to improve to 5-0. and ESPN, this first little session here, ESPN, saying that this is going to be a very tough game. Now, their hatred of the Vols over the years, you know, of course they're going to say that. And then what fuels that up a little bit is LSU squeak, <laughs> squeaking by Auburn and using that as, for some reason, a tough game for Tennessee. Let's just get right down to the stats. Both teams have have four wins. Both of them have a undefeated home record. Okay, so now we're we're looking at that. And no, uh, Duke, I did not say that they were home wreckers. The uh, Tennessee puts up more points per game forty eight and a half to their thirty five point six. We also allow five more points per game than LSU does. Our total yardage, a little over 100 more yards. We do that in the passing because they actually got us by about two and a half yards on the ground. Uh, Total yards allowed, they uh, allow 293.8 to Tennessee's 407. That attributes to just passing. Now you do have to think about this. When Tennessee late in a couple of these games, including the Florida game last week where they played back a bit, didn't want to allow the big yardage, they allowed a lot of uh, passing up front, and hence the passing yards allowed increases. Rushing yards allowed 97.8 to LSU's 109.2. So I can see where you're looking at these team averages. Where it's a pretty even killed game. When you dive a little further into that, look at Hooker, who is 81 for 113, average of 10 and a half yards, uh, a total yard of 1193, eight touchdowns, and the big thing about it is zero interceptions. And you think that's that's great, that's wonderful. He's top of the class. Look at Daniels for LSU, 89 for 131 just a little under on his percentage, 7 yards per pass, 915 total yards, 6 interceptions, I'm sorry, 6 touchdowns, 0 interceptions, 0. Two quarterbacks in the SEC that have yet to throw an interception for this season. Hookers travels back a little bit into last season, adding about uh, 100 more attempts to that before you get back to an interception is hooker heisman material i think hooker is a heisman candidate however you put him next to someone like bryce young who manages to escape elude sacks and still make a play uh all while running weird throws i mean we saw last week hooker tried to make a, a sidearm short throw across his body, and it was just way off, where Bryce Young just makes that happen. Some of the stuff that he does under pressure is insane, and so until Hooker reaches that caliber, or (laughs) I hate to say, with Bryce Young taking a beating to the shoulder last week, maybe uh, he doesn't play as well, or plays, you know, plays reserved, you may see Hooker stand up a little bit more in the spotlights. As compared to Daniels, I believe Hooker is more powerful, is more elusive. Daniels has some speed around the outside, which we saw against the last game there at um, with Auburn. But I think Tennessee can take care of that. It has been up the middle. Uh, that has been the problem, hopefully. They have that fixed. It seems as though they've had that f- fixed, only uh, allowing so many uh, or so few rushing yards. Speaking of, a couple of other things that's going Tennessee's way. Look at scoring offense. Tennessee leads the SEC in scoring offense and That is with only four games. Every other team has played five games to this point. Tennessee, with only four, leads the SEC in scoring offense. They also, i got to drop my screen down here, total offensive touchdowns. Uh, Alabama has them by three. Tennessee in a close second place. However, Alabama has played five games. Uh, Total offense again, Uh, shows it with Tennessee, rushing touchdowns, Tennessee in second. Uh, Ole Miss leads that with 17, Tennessee with 15, again with one less game. Pass efficiency as a team. We've seen Milton come in and others are 96 for 130, zero interceptions. Uh, Another thing that Tennessee has been great in this year, thank God, (laughs) Finally, they've gotten this down, and I don't want to jinx it, and that is red zone offense. Guys, you know how bad we were last year and prior years in red zone offense. Um, This year, we are number one through four games, 21 for 21, 100%, 18 touchdowns, three for three on field goals. Absolutely insane. The only other team that is 100% is, surprisingly, Vanderbilt, who has gone 17 for 17 with scores, 15 touchdowns through five games. Tennessee, a lot of people are looking. You go around and look on the threads, and you hear a lot of people that are just way too hyped up for this. We're back. We're back. We are better. And if Hooker can, uh, Hook, yeah, if Hooker can stay healthy, and Heifel can keep his foot on the gas and keep the interest very high in recruiting, they've already Tennessee's already got the best NIL package put together, uh, arguably the best. If they can continue this method and, and get better every year, little by little, then I would say. We're back. This year, it's game by game. And with Tillman being out, amongst others, it's gonna get a little harder. Luckily we have if we didn't have Brew McCoy helping hide in there, I would say we're in a little bit more trouble offensively, but grabbing him up was fantastic. So looking at this game, I can see when you look at stats. How it is. You have to throw all of the other things. So we have the, the we're back, baby, and then you have the full naysayers. We've been here before. Guys, 2010, I believe, uh, I believe that was the last time that we played them. I think that's what Stinch said uh, in an interview on ESPN. 2010, there should not be anybody left in this program staff-wise that was around the last time we played them. I mean, if there's a 35-year-old water girl down there, <laughs> we may need to pull her to the side and say, it's probably time to move on with life. But, so there, there is no we've been here, uh, we don't play them well, we don't play in Baton Rouge well, no one here has been a part of that history is out the window when you go that long history would be out the window if you were looking at some if we'd only played there 5 years ago this team does have something special and if they can get firing on all cylinders which it seems to improve week over week with the defense there's a few things they need to lock down on But I still have this as a dub. Speaking of which, we'll take just a quick little break here, turn it back around, and we will uh, just talk about where the Duke and I stand for this week's picks and then how we've done overall just the numbers. Catch you when we return. Hey, Tennessee fans, welcome back. Just want to hit this last little bit, the Duke and I. These are our preseason picks, which I have to say, uh, overall, out of 56 total games played, I have gotten 49 correct, and the Duke has gotten 47 correct. Vandy has bit him (laughs) on one of those, and the other was Tennessee to Florida, where he said that he thought we would lose. So going into week six, these are our preseason rankings. Uh, I don't even give him the opportunity to change him. Texas A&M at Alabama. Uh, in our preseason shows, I've said that uh, Saban will not lose to A&M twice, nor I, A&M's just not capable of doing it. Uh, I picked Alabama. The Duke picked A&M. Missouri at Florida. We both picked Florida. Auburn at Georgia. Come on, no-brainer. South Carolina and Kentucky may turn out to be a pretty good game. I still think Kentucky pulls it out in the end. Tennessee, LSU, I've got the Vols. Well, the Duke, he's going. He's wearing his orange, but he still thinks LSU comes out on top. Arkansas at Mississippi State. I have Mississippi State just because of the amount of offense that they can put on here. And Arkansas doesn't seem to know that there's four quarters of football. However, the Duke has picked Arkansas to win that game. Ole Miss at Vandy is just not even worth even mentioning. We know what's going on there. Pretty easy but exciting week. Only, what is that, seven games? And all of them, all of them should be Pretty exciting. You know, and I, I make fun of the Missouri at Florida. With what Missouri accomplished last week with Georgia, they very well could come out and beat Florida. It's going to be a great, great weekend of football. And hopefully we are singing Rocky Top with a big victory. Hopefully we're seeing it 5-0. Oh. Y'all enjoy the game. Check back with us for uh, post-game and um, episode one of next week. Dropping out Monday. Have a good weekend. Go Vols.